Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. This is both the Sunday of the Palms and Passion Sunday, or Suffering Sunday, where we join in the historic festival of the welcoming of Jesus into the city and into our lives, and again hear of his betrayal, suffering, and crucifixion. It is a Sunday that begins with great joy and celebration, such hope for the world. Jesus is coming, Jesus is near. And then it makes that awful, brutal turn toward pain, suffering, and death. All four Gospels give us some insight into the final days of our Lord. They record that Judas, like the other disciples, was with Jesus as they walked together, learned together, and prayed together. If Peter was the disciple we remember who always had something to say, appropriate or not, and James and John were known for competing for a great position in God's kingdom, then Judas is known as the one who held the money for the ministry, was suspected of stealing some of it for his own use, and is listed in all four Gospels as the betrayer of our Lord. The name Judas has gone down in infamy, etched into history as someone who is greedy, disloyal, treacherous. For all their faults, somehow history has found a way to forgive Peter, James, and John, and have given that name to over 9.6 million boys in the past 100 years in the United States. But the name Judas, only 481 boys have suffered that distinction in 200 years. Each of the accounts in the gospel offer a different perspective on this period in the life of Christ, and Matthew is no exception. This gospel writer notes that Judas and religious leaders, who were also likely frightened and jealous, formed an unholy union for just 30 pieces of silver to get rid of Jesus. Various scholars have attempted to determine what that value is, likely a month's wages or the price of a slave according to Exodus or the amount that precedes the judgment of God according to Zechariah. While this amount would cover the day-to-day -day expenses for a month, it was not a life-changing amount of money, but rather an amount that signified contempt. And so the plot thickens. And Judas looks for the chance to carry out his dastardly deed. And then we know how it goes from there. Jesus, Judas slips away from the dinner with Jesus and with a large crowd welding swords and clubs, meets Jesus as he rises from prayer, kisses him, and Jesus is led away to be crucified and Judas kills himself. And that's where we often stop because we know the story, but maybe we don't know it quite as well as we think, because that synopsis misses a huge interaction in the text. It misses something very important about Judas. Jesus responds to Judas' kiss with the greeting, friend, do what you have to do. Although recognizing what had been set in motion before time would occur, even as the horrors of Calvary lay ahead, 
Jesus chose to call Judas again into a relationship that had been formed for over three years. Judas was still beloved. We often consider the love that formed the incarnation, allowing the Godhead to take human flesh, that allowed Jesus to remain on the hard wood of the cross. And yet, that great love is demonstrated here, a love that I've never heard mentioned in a sermon, a love that I've skipped over many, many times. Friend, he was still beloved. In the account that Matthew offers us contains Judas's response the next morning when he realizes the impact of what he had done. So often we remember or understand the next morning, once we've had a night to sleep on it, what our actions have caused. In betraying his rabbi, Jesus will be crucified. He will not reveal his power as the Messiah, the King, and God, as many had expected. In desperation, Judas not only repented, but he tried to fix it, returning his ill-gotten gain. Sometimes we are like Judas. For a multitude of reasons, we make mistakes, sometimes terrible mistakes, and sometimes poor choices cause great harm, a harm we do our best to undo but cannot. And the impact we did not anticipate is revealed later. The brokenheartedness we feel is precisely because in our hearts we wish we could have behaved differently, that our character flaws had not driven us and desperately wish that we could change the past. Judas was courageous to return and try and make it right, but he was rebuffed, and the ones he partnered with said, see to it yourself, and abdicated their responsibility to fight for justice with him instead of separating him alone. They chose to facilitate the death of an innocent man. They were grounded in the practical mental rules of their faith. We can't take blood money into the treasury. But they completely overlooked the heart and foundation of their faith, which is the daily call to love God and to love their neighbor. And so, with nowhere else to turn, Judas kills himself. People who don't care, who we think are beyond redemption, don't feel that kind of soul-searing pain. And if you are in that kind of pain, please keep reaching out. Reach out to your therapist, to friends. Reach out to us. Reach out to God. And the suicide prevention number is 988. Keep reaching out. The sacramental rite of reconciliation of the penitent is also very healing for the soul. You don't have to die to make the pain go away. We now have more options than Judas. Later in the text, the same phrase, see to it yourself, is used when Pilate also abdicates his responsibility to protect the innocent. And Jesus is led off to die. This is a weighty passage it's not simply that Judas is vilified and Jesus is crucified, but that Jesus and one of his disciples die within hours of each other. 
We don't often look at the text this way. I never looked at the text this way before. But of all the disciples, Judas was the only one that day that stood up for Jesus. The only one proclaiming Jesus' innocence and his own sin while others chose silence. We often choose silence as the easy way out, thinking it is of no consequence. But we must proclaim who Jesus is. Jesus is love, and we must care for those who are innocent. May God grant us the will and the courage to repent when we are wrong, seek to make it right, and fight for the innocent. <laughs>